There is a hero inside every single one of you waiting for you to say yes. And that is the quote of the day. to the quote of the day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton. And today is our very first Fan Friday episode. And what we're doing here is every Friday, I'm going to feature a talk submitted by one of our listeners. And so if you're a speaker and you want to be featured on the show, send, send an audio link or a video link to info at Sean Croxton to be considered for future Fan Friday episodes. And today's talk was our very first submission by Shelly Varela of ShellyVarela.com. And I clicked the button, the YouTube opened up, and 15 minutes later, I just was all red-eyed and like tears welling up. It's just a very moving story of never giving up. And so uh, take a listen. Here's Shelly. So it's 1990, and I'm working in a nail salon, and I'm not really feeling it. And around the same time, I'm kind of dabbling in art. I'm, I'm exploring painting and drawing and special effects makeup. And everybody else seems to have their next 20 years figured out. They know the universities they're going to attend, how many kids they're going to have. They've got it all locked down. But me? I was a mess. And around the same time, I'm hanging out with my buddy Steve, who's a firefighter comes over one day and he's like, Shelly, wait till you hear about this call we ran. When we arrived, we have flames through the roof. We still managed to rescue the woman that lived there and her cat. That's great, Steve. You know what I did yesterday? I made a teapot out of clay that looked like a toaster. <laughs> Steve loved telling me stories and I loved hearing them. I would get sucked in to every single detail. And it became our regular banter, but Steve's living this superhuman, superhero life, and mine, polar opposite. Eventually, though, Steve's stories turned into lessons, and he started teaching me. And he'd teach me about hazardous materials, and vehicle extrication, and friction loss, and fire pumps. And I loved it. And this one day, we're driving along this busy street, and we pull up next to this tractor trailer, and on the back of it is a dangerous goods label. And I've been paying attention, so I'm thinking to myself, I think that means the truck's carrying flammable compressed gas. But I don't want to embarrass myself, so instead I ask him, hey Steve, what's that label mean? At this point, he's sick of my question, so he only half looks at it. He goes, oh, it just means the truck's carrying flammable liquids. I thought, that's weird. I thought it was gas. And he realizes that I just showed him up a little. So he has an actual look. And he's like, for God's sakes, Shelly, enough already. Why don't you just apply? I'm like, apply for what? Dude, look at me. I'm five foot two. I'm 108 pounds soaking wet. I'm not big enough, brave enough, smart enough, strong enough, and there's no girls in firefighting. There was going to be a girl one day, 
Why wouldn't it be you? It was like I got hit with a lightning bolt. Because he was right. Why not me? I got so lit up. I thought there has to be a way I could hack this. And if a hack is just a workaround, there had to be a way for me to go from I can't to I can. I go home that day and I'm so excited. It was all I could do to get to sleep. But when I woke up the next morning, I am slapped with the reality that, oh yeah, I actually have no relatable skills whatsoever. This is a problem. (laughs) And I thought, even if I did have all the skills I needed, this little body would not be able to handle the physical demands of the job. Or could it? And in that second, I had my starting point. I called the local university that hosts the firefighter physical, and I paid my money to try it out. I was a 10K a day runner, pretty fit, but they put me on a treadmill, run me until I'm ready to puke, and then they have me pick up 136 pounds and run up 10 flights of stairs, or I should say attempt to run up 10 flights of stairs. I failed that part of the physical and every other part as well, and I walked out of there leaving my dignity behind. I was devastated. It was the first time I had emotionally engaged in something And I realized I was going to have to let go of that dream and go back to being a struggling artist in a nail salon. I cried for two solid days. But the following day, I wake up, my eyes are swollen shut, and I am having a massive pity party. I have a garbage pail full of snotty Kleenexes, and I get really, really pissed off. I call the university back. You know what, guys? I'm going to need the specs for that entire physical. I need to know how much every piece of equipment weighs, exact heights, distances, times for everything that needs to be pushed, pulled, lifted, all of it. And then I built a replica of the physical in my backyard. I rigged pulleys and I mounted ladders and I would need a 40-pound weighted vest that I would wear while running the course. And that's kind of like running with a three-year-old strapped to your back. But I didn't have a three-year-old. So instead, I grabbed this old fishing vest and I MacGyver it and I reinforced the inside of the pockets with duct tape so that it could bear the weight of the lead shots that I put inside. I had almost this whole thing rigged out except for one last component, the sled drag. The sled drag is meant to simulate pulling a fire hose charged full of water, and the way they replicate it is they have a wooden skid and they pile almost 200 pounds on it, and you have to pull it 50 feet for time. So I find some old wooden boards and I hammer them together to make this rickety old skid, and I slide it back and forth on the asphalt in front of my house. Slide's way too easy. So I grab some carpet and I hammer it on the bottom for friction. It was better, but now I needed the weight. So I pile on a couple cinder blocks. It's not heavy enough. I look around and I find two old lengths of old fire hose with big brass couplings. Throw that on there. It's still not heavy enough. I'm shy like 140 pounds. And I'm thinking, (laughs) where am I going to get 140 pounds? Hey, Ma! Can you come here? 
and that is how we did it. I would sit my mom on top of two lengths of fire hose, two cinder blocks on this rickety old skid with a stopwatch or ham. She would scream her full head off, go! And as you can see, probably a few obscenities. I pulled this sled again and again and again, and I wore two ruts in the asphalt in front of my house until finally I was able to do it in the required time. But that was just the physical part of the job. I still needed to hack what else I needed to learn. So I deconstructed the job description of a firefighter. And I realized that I had to learn how to drive a truck, first aid, CPR, building construction, pump operations, rescue techniques, chainsaws, all of it. And I felt like screaming sometimes because it was so overwhelming. But I never quit. I would take each skill set and break it down one by one until I found the smallest starting point, a task or a habit. I kept hearing, you're never going to make it. Or come on, Shelly, we get it. You're a scrappy little girl, but you're out, of your, you're out of your league on this one. And of course, my personal favorite. You mean to tell me, if I'm trapped in a burning building, you are going to drag me out? Here's the thing, though. You can't measure heart. I struggled and I battled for 50 days and then 100 days and then 500 days and then 1,000 days, 1,162 days. But on the 1,163rd day, my phone rang. Shelly Varela, it's Deputy Chief Morden. Congratulations. We would like to welcome you aboard. You start September 19th. As I continue to chip away, I had hacked possibility countless times in my life and in my career. I didn't only use it to become my department's first female firefighter. A few years ago, I wrote a children's book, and I sat in a room with a top book agent who said, you have a better chance of winning the lottery than getting published. That book is now available on Amazon. Four years ago, I'd never spoken on a stage before. I was terrified to speak in public, and I don't mean generic, run-of-the-mill kind of terrified. I mean, lie down on the bed. We're going to talk about this kind of terrified. <laughs> but I had something I wanted to say, and I knew that the message was more important than the fear. I thought it'd be cool to do one of those TED Talks. So I hacked the process, reverse-engineered the steps, and here I am. Inside every one of us is an unrealized well of potential. 
What untapped brilliance is sitting in this room right now or watching online? Is the woman that will find the cure for cancer giving up on her dream because she doesn't think she can get into med school? Is our next Picasso putting his paints in the attic because when he was eight years old, his teacher said, you have no talent. Is a single mom letting go of the idea of going back to school to get her degree so her kids can have a better life? You might not think you can hack possibility. Neither did J.K. Rowling when she thought of the odds of making a living as a writer. But she went on to create Harry Potter and became one of the most successful authors of our time. Or 15-year-old Jim Carrey living in a van, he just wanted to make it in Hollywood. And even though he didn't have the money, he wrote himself a $10 million check for acting services rendered, hacked his way there. What about that 108-pound little girl who someone said, you'll never make it as a firefighter, who gets to go on and become a captain and have the privilege of leading 18 girls? in a junior female firefighter boot camp, booyah! <laughs> there is a hero inside every single one of you waiting for you to say yes. So the next time you feel that tap inside you, calling you to be bigger, and I promise you, you will. You'll push logic to the back of the line. You'll think of what is possible, and you'll ask yourself, why not me? Thank you. Such an incredible, inspiring story from Shelly Varela. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Her website is ShellyVarela.com. She has a podcast over there as well as on iTunes called The Yes Effect Show. So check that one out. And she was super cool. She put together a mini training just for you, just for this show. It's all about going from confusion to clarity in terms of finding your passion in life. You can get that at The Yes Effect Show dot com slash q o d one more time the yes effect show dot com slash q o d go grab your free mini training i will see you next week that's it for us we'll see you on monday with uh i think we got jim Rohn on tap and it's a really really good one so be sure to tune in subscribe leave a rating and review on itunes if you get a chance it really helps the show and i will see you next time peace mm-hmm.